BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, it's Shiner Nation, baby. I got the moonshine bandits on the podcast, and I am fucking stoked. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Dude, I'm so happy you guys are here. So a little fun fact. I did some uh, date researches last night. Do you know that Jay and I met at you guys' show August 21st at LVCS. That was the first time we ever met. Really? So you guys are responsible for Jelly and Bunny. Well, we're responsible for a lot of uh, relationships and a lot of breakups, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, there's always, a, you got to take the good with yeah. the bad, right? That's great. My, no, brother, my brother and his wife actually met at one of our very first shows way back in the Central Valley in California a long time ago. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so you guys crazy. are just bringing, bringing love together and Cupid. you're there, you're there in the beginning and you're there in the end. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's all that That's matters. Right, yeah. What are you guys doing out here in Vegas right now? Go ahead, Bird. Well, we came out here to see you and Yay. do this podcast, but tomorrow so we're, at, we're going to be at Hogs and Heifer Saloon. Um, we're actually do, debuting our brand new Bucked Up Bourbon. That's uh, just came out and it's delicious. It's very, very good. In fact, on that note, I'll yeah, so we got a, a squirt black carpet it. event tomorrow. Very so. cool. You guys are doing the hair of the dog right now. I heard that yeah, you guys were hungover. A little rough, yeah. a little rough last night. Yeah. <laughs> Had a little go. Flight was all screwed up coming in from Nashville. So just get lit and turn it into a fucking party. Right. So. I did a lot of research last night. I normally don't research my guests before they come on, but I got sweated by Gangsta Boo <laughs> fucking last week. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I didn't know the, the fucking name of her album. Like, oh, I knew okay. everything else, but right. didn't know the name of her album, and she fucking lost her shit. So I was like, you know what? Let me just fucking make some notes here. So I researched you guys last night, and I, I watched a couple of you guys' interviews, and I was just like, you know what? People don't really know everything about you guys like right. there's always like bits and pieces in the interviews but there's not like one solid interview where people can find out everything and i kind of okay. want to be that interview with you cool. guys let's do it all right so let's start from the beginning you right. i i heard that you're you're the preacher's son right i am and you came from a big italian family that's right all right so where did you grow up so i grew up uh kind of around the country my i was born in hollister california and uh my my parents uh, started a church in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. And my dad was in the forestry in California. He was actually the youngest fire captain ever in the state back in the day. And he left that to serve, <laughs> serve the Lord. Aww. And, uh, so we went to Lubbock, Texas and that's my, from my earliest childhood was there. 
then I wound up in Northeast Mississippi where I kind of, that's where I got my roots. So you were born in Cali, but then ended up in Texas. Like that's wild. And then Mississippi. And like it was everywhere was, he was a pastor at a church Mm -hmm. and then went on down that line and wound up in Mississippi. My grandparents are out there, aunts and uncles, cousins and all that. And then we moved back to California. Um, So like I was in seventh grade, eighth grade. When I got back to Cali. Were you happy to get back there? Like fucking A? I don't, you know, I, I was a kid. So, I mean, it, everything to me was fun. You right. You know what I mean? Like it was, uh, it was, it was kind of a crazy upbringing, you know? I yeah. Mean, everybody has challenges with their families and stuff. And Pentecostal. Like, I was raised Pentecostal. Yeah. And there's not a lot of money in preaching, especially in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. In like the eighties and nineties. So, I mean, it was tough, but my family got by and yeah. uh, it's cool. Uh, once we got back to Cali, Started going to school, and that's when I kind of met Dusty and his his cousin, and like we started rapping and like parties and out in the country and stuff. Was your nickname always Bird? Yeah, it's like so when I moved from Mississippi to Cali, um, I was playing little league baseball, and I had such a little redneck accent that the coaches (laughs) was like, "What's your what's your name?" And I'd say Bird, and they thought I was saying (laughs) Bird, and so they called started calling me Birdie. Oh. And so, like, ever since I was, like, 12, I've had that name. So, like, and it just birdie just rolled into bird. I love that. So, let's cool. get a Let's get a little backdrop on your childhood. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Los Banos, California. Shout out through 209. Um, born so and raised West Cali. West Coast through and through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Always will be. Um, I'll probably get a condo in Florida, but I love Cali. Mm-hmm. Uh, just grew up in a little small town, hour north of Fresno, and... Every weekend, we'd go to my grandparents' house, and it was party, party, party. Big Italian family, yelling, arguing, you know, wake up the next morning and apologize. And that's how it was every weekend. That's real family, though. It's just crazy. Not my family, but that's real family. Yeah. My family's so fucking dysfunctional. Big meals and just, you know, drinking, drinking, and partying, dancing, singing. And that was my childhood, that. And, you know, like you said, we'd high school, we'd start rapping at these... uh, canal bank parties or shop parties where we grew up with a lot of farm boys so gotcha they had these destinations where you just go out there middle of the night and just you know like um pasture down. parties and shit like that yeah yeah i've been yeah. to one of those believe yeah. it or not field i don't know how parties, the fuck yeah. i ended up there but i was yeah. there field parties before yeah. they were field parties yeah pretty much right. so did you guys always have music um instilled in you as children like were yeah. you guys me mine, mine was more musical sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. mine was just more of like entertainment right uh, like you get up and just sing with your family have a good time right that, that was my upbringing his is more church I yeah think. mine was mine was church i sang in church and uh my mom like led the choir my dad played guitar yeah. stuff like that my yeah. mom played a piano dad played a guitar they both sang my mom's got an angel voice Aww. By the way, shout out to you, mom. And, uh, shout out, mom. But I'm still pissed off at my mom and dad for never teaching me how to play their instruments that they knew. Oh. So, like, and I grew up in a household where my mom played the piano, my dad played the guitar, and, like, I didn't know shit from any of that. And mm-hmm. like, in my household, my mom was just with the wooden spoons. So yeah. You know, yeah. So that's we, a, we that's that Italian. That. That's that Italian. <laughs> that was the microphone. Yeah, we still do that. Anything so. you grab out of that kitchen utensil bucket, right? <laughs> that's right. Start singing with. We used yeah. to have a, the Board of Education when I was growing up. It was a board that I got spanked with. Whenever <laughs> right. I was in trouble. It was yeah. fucking bullshit. Um, so you moved back to Cali. Right. And you were already there. Where did you guys meet? And how old were you? Mm, sophomore high school. Yeah, you were a sophomore. I was a freshman in high school. So I was yeah. best friends with his cousin. Okay. Danny yeah. Ramos. And uh, so we, we all knew each other from hanging out. 
you know, so he was just a grade above me in, in high school. So, right. Um, but you know, we just kind of started clicking with music. We kind of were in the same crew and a couple of the guys like DJ stuff. And one of our buddies, Atomic, he used to always get his hands on new music. Right. So I remember when he let us hear Devil Without a Cause mm. from Kid Rock, that, that record. And it was like, man, what the fuck is yeah. this shit? That record we, is iconic this, as fuck. We didn't know what that Crazy. shit was. Like, and that was before, I think, Bob did... Um, the the New Year's Eve party where he he mm-hmm. he, he mixed like ACDC with uh, shit I can't remember what it was it was yeah. Run DMC or something like that and he mixed it and people were blown the fuck out that away. record yeah. man Blue. that was dope yeah no but I remember we, that album. we were around those kind of those kind of people and like so it kind of we were on that leading edge of finding out new music and it kind of inspired us I think to kind of get going with it you That's know right. so just straight out the gate you guys wanted to be rappers. Or was it like, I want to be a singer or I want to be a mixture? Because you know how some people, it takes them a minute yeah. to find their sound. Right. I don't know, man. It's like our sound was like organic from the gate. It was. That's right. dope. We were listening to, I listened to, you know, Beastie Boys, Licensed Ill. And next day I'm listening to Credence. So yeah. right. it was pretty much just. And I grew collected. up on everything from yeah. gospel to country to, you know, ACDC to Guns N' Roses to all, all of that, you know. And um I think our music from the beginning, even if you go back and listen to it, you don't have to. Yeah, Anybody please don't. don't have to. So- soggy crackers. Oh, yeah. Don't listen crackers. to that. There's even shit before that, but let's not go there. But I, I mean, love the name of that album, some- the 2003 yeah. one, Soggy Crackers. Yeah. I was like, that, that is fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah. I mean, that's that. But if we didn't, the if name. we hadn't have did that, we wouldn't have been able to be on the path that helped us find ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And our sound yeah, and like, not everybody. So if you go back and listen to that, we still are today that same crew. Just fine-tuned. It's just, yeah. Yeah, We figured sure. it out, you know? And like, I, I got away a lot from the rapping because I love to sing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather sing. And yeah. like, like with Jelly, man, when I, I didn't, I remember when Dusty let me hear him uh, when he did the Marshall Tucker, you know, mm-hmm. Can't You See song. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker that kid got pipes and like oh, I, I aspire to be a singer like that and I'm, I admire him and I look up to his voice you know oh, for sure so. he loves you guys he looks up to you guys a lot a hell of a dude he we called me before you guys even got here he's like are they there yet we've had some good times <laughs> so together <cute. laughs> no, I can only imagine yeah. so how did the name Moonshine Bandits come into play were you guys always Moonshine Bandits or did yeah. you have to try on a few names no we well, that's been that's been legit the name. though yeah. because most people go through a phase right. where they you know like i said finding their sound but also have to find their name too so my great-grandfather was in half moon bay and uh he was bootlegging liquor th- during prohibition mm-hmm. and uh he would use my great aunt and my nanny to peddle the liquor basically they would use baby carriages Aww. put the booze in there and then they'd uh service politicians law officials and you know basically sold liquor illegally so Kind of comes from that. They used a barbershop as the front. Yeah. And so th- I think Moonshine kind of came from that a little bit. Right. And like, we, we, we were alcoholics, too. <laughs> and, like, I mean, we, we, we kind of wanted to have a fun kind of name as well. But with his grandfather, you know, and that heritage and that history, it, it just kind of came up. But I remember when we were, we were really like, hey, we got to name ourselves. We got to have a name. Right. And I remember going through different stuff and like when that came up, I think Dusty may have came up with it. Yeah. And that it was it stuck and it was like moonshine bandits. I mean, it's like, like and then it's like that's dope. It's a cool name. It's yeah. just unique and like 
people, as you, they, if they hear our name, they're like, oh, we won't talk guys. about all the ones we crossed off. And can we hear one? <laughs> Let's hear one. No what was, come on. You have to <laughs> oh, give me an exclusive. Booze Brothers. Booze Brothers. That was bad. <laughs> liquor like Legends. The what? The Liquor what? Liquor Legends. Oh, yeah. my God. That's hilarious. I don't know. It may have been. I don't know. I just kind of spouting off. But yeah. Booze Brothers was one, I think. That's actually kind of catchy because of the Blues Brothers. We had and a list two of, of you. Yeah, we had it. A lot of trash. Yeah, there was two of them. That is so funny. So after you guys came up with the Moonshine Bandits, is that when you guys like started recording music or what happens after this? You know, you guys had your little crew or whatever and then. Yeah. So what we did was that was back in the day where you're trying to get signed. So yeah. we recorded a demo and we're like, oh, we got four songs done. We're going to get signed. We'll make millions. Hmm. Well, oh, you yeah. Know, you start sending that and everybody's like, oh what the fuck are you guys doing making country with rap up? Oh, this yeah. is never going to work. Mm. And so we were like, okay, well, let's just start selling the demo. So we just sold the demo at a little mom and pop shop. Shout out to Fantasia Records, John. Yeah. Uh, and he sold our record out of there, and we sold like 2,000. And it was, we're in a small town. That's so pretty that, fucking good. Hey, small town, four-song demo. I, mean, I think we printed the shit out on Kinko's paper or something. Yeah, it was fucking I whack, mean, bro. It was crazy, but, but people bought it. From that, yeah, no, I mean, 2000 we just, for your first. Yeah, so we just started building on that. And uh, I think we, we made it a full length record. Yeah, we had a distribution deal and then we ended up getting signed by Sub Noise. And yeah. Yeah, we so well, were you guys signed noise, the same? Got, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes yeah, too. I don't want you guys to think I'm ignoring you. <laughs> when you guys were signed to Sub Noise, were you guys signed during the era of the Cottonmouth Kings and all yeah. that stuff too? Oh, yeah, we yeah. toured yeah. with those guys. We actually had two contracts on the table. We had Average Joe's and we had Sub Noise. Yeah. And at that time, we felt like we needed to still work on the West Coast and like blow up Cali, and Sub mm-hmm. Noise had that. And so we, we passed on Average Joe's and we signed with Sub Noise. And then uh, we immediately went on tour with Big B. and uh, Yeah, I've met Big B a few times. Yeah. He's a He's good great. guy. Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Big B. He's the yeah, homie. He's the homie. So well, like was that- those guys too, though. But that whole era, it was great for me and Dusty to experience those bands because they were really, you know, well-refined. And right. they were at the height, you know, of their yeah. career. And learned from how yeah. they were branding right. themselves. We learned right out yeah. the gate from K, ICP, and Twisted how to brand Right. And like that. Insane Clown Posse is yeah. just a different level the then, way they brand oh, right. themselves. And it's nice. crazy. And then also, too, but for for entertainment, like we're, we don't consider ourselves rappers or singers. We're entertainers. Yeah. You guys you are know, a we're, brand. we're there to provide people an escape from their shitty nine to five jobs. We want, we want them to leave our show smiling, happy, and they had a fucking good time. But we learned that. I, I got to pay tribute to Tech Nine. Seeing yeah. him in Merced, California at the Manger Theater and watching him for the very first that time. Was, that was and crazy. like, holy shit, who is this dude? This dude is ridiculous. The energy. Yeah. Shout and out Tech. Shout out Travis. We yeah, love man. Travis and I remember Travis. man, I remember rolling Travis to a bank way back in the day. Oh, yeah, no, I love Travis. That's, and that's my when buddy. Tech was out, you know, he was slinging, he was slinging verses for like six hundred bucks a verse. Or I know. Something. We like, should have stocked up. That's crazy, right? I know, I know. We should have. So was the what was your who was your first tour with? Sub Noise was your first. Uh, you know what? Our first tour was with RBL Posse from the Bay Area. Oh my God! There's a yeah. bluebird on my shoulder. Can yes. I kill it? No, that was my me. shit and back in the day. Up, man, we learned a lot on that tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was wild. But that was crazy too because they came through our hometown, and we went to the show, and uh, I met the manager of uh rbl posse the tour mm. manager and they were like man we need a place to kick it and i was like well i live just right over here you guys are welcome to come over 
And like, I didn't realize I was going to be like 20 carloads, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. Rolling in and um, it, life. Was, it was crazy, but I got a chance to meet Chris, like Black Sea. And like, mm. he, he was like, you, oh yeah, my boy said you guys are into music. He was like, let me hear your stuff. And we only had the four song demo. <laughs> And I played it, and he—he he, they were vibing on it. They were like, they had never heard shit like that before. So you guys went out on tour without even dropping a record. You guys yeah, just we only had the demo. The demo? We, yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's yeah. such a different, um, yeah. you know, from now is oh, like yeah, to how it sure. was back then. It's crazy. crazy. But yeah we, yeah, we went with those dudes, and uh, they took care of us. It was really cool because we were definitely out of our element. Everybody yeah. knew it. Yeah. And but they took care of us, and we had a great response from people. You know, really you guys have good. a really good energy on stage. Yeah. You you guys draw people in and Thank you, you yeah. make them feel good. I remember I had I hadn't heard of you guys until 2015, and all my girlfriends hit me up. They're like, "The Moonshine Bandits are coming to town," and I'm like, "Who?" And they're like, "Dude, you guys gotta see you guys. You have to come to the show." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So right on, yeah. I actually went there with an ex of mine, but um, thank God for him because I would have never met Jay. You know? Yeah. Um. So you guys signed with Sub Noise, but wasn't there another offer that you guys had on the table? I think I heard you guys talk about it was with Average on. Joe's. Yeah. Was it? Oh, was it Average Joe's? At I thought that it was, time, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I don't remember what happened after Hold that. Hold on, I'm looking right now. Let me yeah. skip I was Joe's. That was only when it was basically just Colt Ford. And, yeah. um, I mean, I think the Lax were signed to him, but they hadn't even cut a record yet. We ended up signing with Average Joe's. Yeah. yeah. Average Joe's is out in Nashville, right? Yeah. Aren't they out there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did after we, did, we dropped a record with Subnoise, and then we did the co-record. Oh. Right? Universal. You guys, did you guys have something with Universal? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I told you guys I did my research. I forgot about that. That's, that's, <laughs> you know what? That's old school. That was Is Craig it? Ferguson with Bungalow. Wow. What did Universal. we do with that? Well, so they, had, they were interested in signing us. And this is when, I hate to say this because it's showing our age, but this is when Eminem just popped with, hi, my name is yeah. you know, Slim Shady. And like, so it was like big in colleges. Like that mm -hmm. was a huge like fraternity, I guess, kind of style. It was party songs. Yeah. And uh, we, had, we had already kind of created a buzz. We had a song licensed by MTV for one of their shows. And it kind of popped for us a little bit in the L.A. area. And we got invited down to Universal. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> we had a guy at the time that was kind of behind us and was helping us out a little bit. And we went down there. And um, it just it didn't work out the way it should have worked out. And right. thank God it didn't. Thank God it didn't. Because they were trying to steer us one way. And yeah, we just, they, yeah, record they labels are us, demonic. Like, yeah, they the would have had us go people. and try to go in the vein of Eminem and be that type of a duo, but like him. And I'm glad it didn't work out because we, we developed ourselves. And we, it may have took us a lot longer to get where we're at. But we did it the right way. We earned every fucking stripe on our right. shoulder. Yeah, you know I know mean? for so. sure. That's that's exactly what my husband did too. He held right. out for the longest time because yep. those record deals are fucking like literally. It's like figuratively speaking, selling your soul, and you that's are literally selling your rights to everything. Like right. you, and, and they want to change who you are. They want to change yeah. your sound. They want to change your look. It's just crazy. And the same with reality shows because we we had this uh, this deal with uh, Seacrest, and we started reading over the contract, and we we're just like fuck we signed this we're done yeah like yeah. what can you really do oh it was they were trying to just it was what was the um reality show going to be based about it was based just your on lives. us it was yeah. our, our lives our lifestyle uh our families but it was it was too 
clean. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if it was clean, but it was like, it I was mean, trying Seacrest, to follow like yeah, a, you would yeah. think that it would be pretty clean. But I mean, at the time, and, it, and then at the same time, Smo got his show mm-hmm. on A&E. So that kind of put us on the back burner, but we've had like multiple television things. And I think before it's said and done, we'll probably do more TV stuff. And it's fun. It's fun to do it, but it's yeah. a lot of work to do TV. Oh, sure. dude, we just filmed our pilot for Peacock. We just right. got signed to do a reality show. That's great. Our shooting schedule is what? June till three and a half yeah. months of shooting we're wow. about to start yeah. doing, dude. I want to kill myself right now. Yeah, like, and, it's, and it, those are long days. They're real oh, long no. days. It's like 11 hours. Like, right. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, no nap time. Yeah, none. <laughs> yeah. None whatsoever. And right. I need, like, I have to, like, recharge and shit. Yeah. So let's talk about the music. Who writes you guys' songs? Is it both of you? Or is it, do you guys have writers come in? Like, how does that work for you guys? Oh, shit. We've done it every, every way you could think yeah. of. It could be, you know, maybe I come up with the concept. He comes up with the hook. Mm-hmm. We've been in those sessions where you're with Nashville writers, where oh. it's real stuffy and yeah. fucking leave. Like, I hate fuck? Music Row. Yeah. Oh man, it's, they're a joke. We have, yeah. we've had some good times over like Ira Dean. Ira's, he, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah, just Sound I mean, like you, Ira. ton of different ways. Yeah, I'm mean, like Burn County, our production crew, uh, Durwood Black, Ty. Uh, those guys have been with us since the beginning of the birth of Moonshine yeah. Bandits, basically. Right. So. They've, uh, Durwood's came through with a ton of hooks and I mean, he is a very, very talented songwriter and singer and, um, he's came up with a couple of good concepts or Dusty would come up with the concept and Durwood would, would nail the hook. So, but, um, but we do write, I mean, 90% probably of our material, 80 to 90%. Yeah, we probably is, write about. 90% argue 10%. <laughs> I couldn't imagine you guys are like brothers. Like literally you guys are like soulmates. <laughs> like is, when's your birthday? October 19th. So you're a Scorpio. I'm a Libra. Libra Scorpio cancer. cusp and you're a cancer. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Yep. Yeah, we, it's so actually a soulmate. We've been through it all. Soulmate. Put it that way. Yeah, we've been through other. it all. Well, we have got, <laughs> we have gotten out of where, you know, it's life has got to be easier you know what I mean? And we understand, like, if, if like, for instance, if we're going to do a, a, an album and there's something he ain't feeling with me, then we just yeah, walk away from it. it. If right. something I ain't feeling, we just walk away from it. Fuck it. Let's just do something where we're, no, we're both going to collab and vibe, vibe well. And, like, we've kind of been taking that whole approach with everything that we're doing with our brand now. It's like, yeah. if you're feeling it, we're going to do it. If you're not feeling it, fuck it. We got yeah. others. So many other options, so many other spokes on the wheel, you know? Well, you guys have been rocking such a fucking long time. It's kind of like a marriage, you <laughs> know? Have. Like, you guys learn how to communicate with each other. and if- Been here for 10 plus 10, probably do another 10. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet, though. Shoot. <laughs> that's it, it's not very often that you find friendships like that, especially that last this long in the music industry because Shoot. it's so full of snakes. There's a lot of these, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's with any... Especially when you live on the road together for, you know, I think our longest tour was three months with rehab. and. You go through some shit when you're around the people. Oh, no. People, I, you know. I won't tour anymore. I put in fucking five years. This last tour, I told my husband, I was like, I'm flying into the big dates. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. bo- I'm a bougie bitch now. Like, I'm not hitting the no, road anymore. I don't blame you. It's, I like, I, like the bus tours. We got one coming up this year. Can we and talk about it? Let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bucked up, up bucked up bourbon tour. Yay. Bucked up whiskey tour. Um, and... Uh, but you know, our when bus does tours it start? Are, it, it starts, starts April. April, I okay. think it's twenty dates or twenty. I think it's gonna be more. Yeah, it might but be. it's all West Coast and awesome Western U.S. But we are getting back out to like Montana, yeah. Wyoming. Which a lot is of cool. people in Arizona are asking why you guys haven't been out there. Oh, 
You know, there's, uh, that's interesting because we play Scottsdale and Phoenix a lot. And then people will be like, when are you going to play here? And we're like, bro, yeah. we were there last night. They bro. do that to us too. Yeah. Check your yeah. schedule. Well, that's because yeah. fucking Facebook, you can't even get everything out yeah. to people. We're playing so. on this tour, we're playing Flagstaff and uh, Phoenix. Okay. Both those. And we're playing Yay. the Museum Club in Flagstaff, which is fucking, it's really, really cool. It's got is some it? Cool ass history there. Some so you guys excited history. about this tour? Always. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to get out there and fucking go. Yeah. Make some yeah. more memories. Probably go yeah. to jail or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> go to jail or something. Do you guys ever write a fucking sad song? Yeah. Because I, I listened to a bunch of shit last night and I just wanted to fucking shake my ass around my room. Like I was go. so excited and yeah. fucking titties flopping out and everything. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. I was Play like, one of those I, songs you, right now. <laughs> if you notice, if you notice all of our music videos are pretty much a uh, fucking good time. Dude, you know there's just I mean? hot bitches everywhere. Right. I was just like, God. And Sex we're, sells, bunny. I don't know if you know that or not. I'm trying to get views, guys. I was going to wait till later, but can we talk about the amount of pussy that gets thrown at you guys? Because I put a fucking questionnaire up in my story yesterday and every bitch on there was like ask them if they want to have a, a male male female threesome and i'm like what the <laughs> just fuck just say yeah to all of it <laughs> like, throw it all in there like every one of them just wants to fuck you guys it's right. crazy to me i was like these fucking little sex icons especially now that i lost some weight you know yeah. it's tough man it's tough going how do you there. guys deal with the groupies on the road mine's, mine's super easy i'm faithful Aww. i'm married to my wife she saved me from my world and I like, love the way you talk about your wife. Absolutely. And like, I, I mean, yeah, we have our hard times, our ups and downs, but she fucking knew the crazy I was and she was able to be there for me. And I need that in my life. Oh, for you know? sure. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> like, Women, I mean, she really pulled me out of some dark, dark areas of drugs and stuff like that. So being with an artist as a wife of an artist, being with an artist is probably one of the hardest things and most rewarding things you'll do because you guys have to go to a dark place and tap into that creativity. Yeah. And sometimes it bleeds over, you know, into tour and stuff like that. So, you know, women as our job is to just make sure that you guys just right. stay even and try to keep you guys on the right, right path. I mean, so. there's one thing as our wives have, have been able to help us with is like a lot of times when we get off stage, we're, that's the, nobody fuck with us. Let's, we're going to call our ladies. You Aww, know? And like sometimes yeah. we need that voice just to bring you back down to, to come back down. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, if not, you just get you, out of control. Some of these nights are, it's incredible. The, the, the experiences that you can have on stage and, the emotions can be so high and so like passionate, you know, with, with our, our, our patriotism to, um, you know, just the ex- energy on the stage and like mm-hmm. th- their voice, my, my wife's voice can calm me down. Yeah. yeah. I've been with my wife since high school. So oh, she's so seen nice. us where we were dirt, you know, dirt poor, trying to take loans out from drug dealers, trying to just get money yeah. to keep it going. Yep. She's seen us want to quit. She's seen us fight. So, she is a big shout out um, to Nikki because she's pushing. Yeah, shout out to the wife. She's holding though. it down. I mean, she's seen it all. Do you guys have open relationships or I don't like calling them open. I like calling them free because Jay and I have a, a thing where we have like a free relationship. Like when he's out on the road, if he wants to fuck somebody, as long as I know, I don't. Yeah, care. I don't think that will work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me either. Well, no. I mean, if I'm in the strip club or if there's, you know, I'm signing titties or all that shit. Yeah, she ain't tripping on that yeah. at all. Like, like we signed this one girl's ass. I got to throw this story in there. Get it in there, bro. We signed this I, I've heard the story. Yeah. I want to hear it again, though. It's good. Everybody yeah. needs to hear it. So we're obviously faded after a show, and this chick's like, sign my ass, sign my ass. So she pulls her pants down. I sign my name. Bird signs his name. 
Bird was a little more fucked up than me, and he signed he signed bid, B-I-D. <laughs> I forgot the R. So two months later, she shows up to her show again. She pulls down her pants. Look, got your names tattooed on my ass. Bid and text. That and she's just stuck with that. She didn't realize that when she was sober. Like, hey, his name's Bird, and put the R know in what there. Happened. I don't know. I want to hear the Brantley Gilbert story that you weren't allowed to tell because Jay's about to go. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but Jay's about to go on tour with Brantley. I think the Brantley Gilbert. I don't know. Yeah, you, you guys I, both I, ain't shrimp. Oh, <laughs> I was like, if I, if he's not going to tell it on that on that interview, damn, I want to hear it on ours. That one. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to hear this story. God damn it, dude. I don't like to talk about pooping, but oh, I, mean, I love it. Let's you know, talk man, about it. Dude, Anything with buttholes, I'm <laughs> all for. This is personal. True. This is real personal. All right, we're doing this festival up in Nevada, this country festival, and Brantley doesn't know this, so <laughs> hopefully he hears it. Uh, so anyway, we're, they had this beautiful catering. I mean, some of these festivals you get really, really good food and stuff like that. And like I remember going, uh, it was I, we just got off stage. And uh, I was in the bathroom, and this guy's in the bathroom next to me, just going off, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, dude. And like, I just saw, what the hell, you know? And then I hear this guy come in the door. Hold on. Like, I don't think we're going to get that Brantley feature now. Uh, <laughs> keep don't, going. Don't matter, bro. Ain't no sweat out my nuts. No, you guys like, you know? keep going. Uh, and so I hear the, the door open, and this guy's like, Yo, Brantley, you got to get out here. It's time to get on stage, bro. He's like, give me a minute. And I'm like, damn, dude, you had that bacon wrapped asparagus too? And he's like, yep. <laughs> Fuck. And then I, I didn't even see him leave, but I heard him. And so, and then I was like, I told you. Oh, so it was Brantley fucking dropping <laughs> bombs. He was dropping bombs, dude. <laughs> right next to Brad. Right, right next to me. He was like, battleships, oh dude. You know what I'm saying? Battleships. Yeah. You sunk my battleship. I cannot believe I'm saying oh, this. Oh, that is so fucking uh, funny. Forgive me, Lord. But I'll tell you right, right now, though. I told Chopsticks, we were sitting in a, in a rig, and I'm like, dude, you watch that guy. He's, he's squirming on stage. <laughs> and it was fucked up, because I feel bad. I've been there before, and it's tough, you know? You, you got to play through this stuff. Oh, dude, we dude, were you doing You guys that. don't understand why you have to do it to be on stage sometimes. Oh, no, listen, we were <laughs> and in And, like, he, he, right as soon as he was done with his last fucking song, that son of a bitch, they had the van ready for him to go Just to fly fucking, the airport. Yeah. He went right past the van, right <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Poor baby. Jay was playing a show in, I think, Philadelphia one time, and he looked over at me and just made these eyes. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, are you okay? Like, what can I do? And he was like, you guys, I'm going to be right back. And fucking ran off stage uh, and, like, could not. There was no bathroom for him to get in because it was locked. Had to run corner. out. Nope. Ran outside and shit in the bushes. Yep. And then had to, <laughs> I had to bring him fucking napkins. And then he just fucking went back on stage, killed it, we and that was it. Big B caught something. He did something to me once that big b got big hands oh just, yeah i was sick as shit into the uh in michigan grand rapids and i remember i was just about to walk up on stage so i'm getting ready. I'm hyped up getting up so i didn't even want to be there i was so sick fuck brian's coming off stage big b good luck bird and went like that and just Hooked me right oh the, no the intro song is going and like shit i just had to perform just having to shit the entire time i did it 
<laughs> perform the whole set. <laughs> that is so funny. This is up close and personal with the Moonshine Bandits. Listen, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Money, for bringing all these shit stories out. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. It's what I do, baby. It's what I do. Yeah, if you, my, my family will attest that we're a family full of farters. So. Listen, Jeez. you guys, I'm married to Jelly, okay? This motherfucker, he's got the bowels a, of a three-year-old. He has yeah, to shit everywhere he goes. He's a good Catholic. This is cute. Aww. Cute shit. <laughs> he's a good Catholic boy. Um, so let's talk about you guys' brand. You guys are like so much more than yeah. artists. I'm it's insane. Pull, I'm gonna pull some of this out. Yeah, please do. <clears throat> yeah, we kind of our stuff. We kind of pride ourselves mm-hmm. in like a lifestyle brand. It's amazing yeah. that all like the shit you guys have your like hands in. Utensils. Yeah, we got all. Oh kinds my god! Of shit. If you listen to our music, like this is a we're bringing this. So you guys can have it here. Thank this you. This is an apron. You know, it's got <laughs> stuff for your. You know, barbecuing and all that stuff. I think I read somewhere that you guys own a, a bar and grill too, or do you we guys did. still? Okay. Well, I mean, that's a, a whole nother story. Oh. That that was our most expensive hangover we ever had. Oh fuck! I could only imagine. We got our jerky. Oh my this god! Is, whoops, Thank you. That. This is the best jerky anybody will. You guys are fucking just like it's crazy the shit that you guys have. We've got uh, seasoning. Oh, Jay's gonna love that stuff. So yeah, uh, Shiner seasoning is great. Uh, chicken, fish, vegetables, that kind of stuff. Peach and pepper sauce. Uh-huh. It's uh, really good with um, pork. Yeah, pork. So you guys really did pay attention to like ICP's yeah, um, playbook and yeah. like this right here. You know what? This is good, a you got bit. a good story about uh, uh, cigars. Violent J and our jerky. <laughs> They're actually coming on the podcast. I would oh, love to hear that. Okay, can, you, yeah. can you bring this up? Yeah. I, just, I just give them the jerky. Okay. <laughs> All right, just um, put this out here like this. You can see it, all right? This right here, it's a Violent J, is crack. Oh. This motherfucker loves this shit. And we were out on tour uh, with him. I guess it was the Mighty Death Pop tour. That was, I don't know. Yeah, we weren't making much like money on that run. And right. Thank God he bought all of her jerky. Yeah, man. He <laughs> saved us on merchandise every night. His wife at the time, she would come up and she would be like, at the end of the show, she'd be like, hey, um, bird. Jay likes that jerky. Uh, can I get like 10 bags? Oh, like, sure. Fuck yeah. And then like the next night, he's like, hey, um, yo, we need 10 more bags. I'm like, he ate fucking 10 bags of jerky? That some bitch's fingers must be swollen up like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, you know what I mean? for real. He, uh, so he, he uh, at the end of the tour, we had like 40-something bags left. And, and like I was like, where are you guys going after this? He was like, oh, we're going on vacation. Well, she came up. She's like, hey. We're going out, out of the country, and we want the rest of your jerky. We're going to clean you out. Yeah, I can't and, wait to try it. Um, but uh, so we, we had this in production for a while, and the company kind of closed. But we got back into it again recently with Jerky Girl. Uh, bulletproof bulletproof uh, jerky out of uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. And um, she helped reintroduce us to the company. They came back, and we didn't know that. So we were able to do it again, bring it back out uh, a couple years ago or a year and a half ago, yeah. and I sent fucking Violent J a big-ass <laughs> box of jerky to Psychopathic Records, and pretty soon I get a text message from him, and he was so fucked up, or he must have been drunk or something, but <laughs> he sent it, he was proud as a motherfucker getting that jerky, so um, big shout-out to Violent J. Shout-out, Violent J. Yeah. We love you guys. Um, So who picks out all this stuff? Do you guys just say, hey, I want my own fucking seasoning, hey, I want this, I want that, and just <clears throat> make it, or do you guys, like... I don't know. I think is it requested got, by the fans or like? I how feel does like that? we got a good relationship with their fans, and we kind of know what they like. They yeah. like what we like, and we just 
I don't know. We just you guys probably fucking kill it in merch, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, and we like do pretty all well. this stuff. It's, we do pretty well. It's uh, it's definitely you know when you tour, you've got your touring money mm-hmm. and you've got merchandise yeah. and whatever you make touring, you should make that in merch or more. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I I look at it like this. Uh, our our brand is me and Dusty are the center, mm-hmm. right? And if you look at it as a wagon wheel. Right, mm-hmm. with spokes going off. Each thing is a spoke. Jerky's a spoke. Sauce is a spoke. Seasoning is a spoke. Whiskey, you know, whatever it is, merchandise, shirts, hats, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it could be, touring, digital royalties, all that stuff is a spoke. So, the more spokes you have coming off that wheel, the more avenues of income you got coming into yeah. your brand. And like, so when fucking COVID <laughs> or some other bullshit hits, you have that residual. You don't, you're not bankrupt. You're yeah. able. To, the yeah. wheel is still spinning. Because you have all these different uh, ways to keep yourself going. So um, I love that. You it, just dropped some game right yeah, there. Artists, artists need to pay attention. And I, Mimi, we need to, I need my own fucking jerky. What are no, we doing? This is my I, manager. I, we here. got you. We got, we got <laughs> that, is, that is the one. That's the one thing I want to I want to share to younger artists that are coming up. Yeah. Brand yourself. And yeah. know Don't your, just know your brand. Man. Like you got to know who you are to put it out there. Yeah. Don't just put out bullshit. Put out something that you're. Your consumers, your 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 fan base is going to want to get behind. Yeah. And put out something that that if you're if you're talking to a certain demographic, put something out in that demographic. Right. So, let's talk about this bar and grill that you said was another story. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the uh, <laughs> L on that. Oh Ooh. no, I heard him giggle. <sighs> he was like, "Over to you, friend." <laughs> so, a lot of yeah, I'm the I'm the branding guy. So. I thought, well, let's do a, a Shiner's Bar and Grill in our hometown. <clears throat> you know, we know everything about bars. We've been to every bar. Yeah. Well, we didn't know how to fucking run them. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, when you open a bar, you can't go on tour for three months on day one. <laughs> oh. So yeah. that's exactly what happened. Oh, yeah, ribbon no. cutting. We right? weren't. We had a ribbon cutting. We're like, oh, this is fucking great. You know, packed out for a week. Bar was just cracking. Well, we go on the tour with, I think it was Rehab. And we were gone for three months. We couldn't oversee anything that was oh, going on. No. Yeah. But then you got employees fucking patrons, employees fucking employees. Oh, man. People taking food home for their kids. And it's just yeah. cooks yeah, ordering, so just ordering a ridiculous, over yeah. excessive amounts of food. And lots we were, of ways. That we were actually. You can't even trust people like that to run something. And like we you. had great. We had some great employees, not yeah. all of them. Yeah. But uh, we were killing it, too. And it's just. Sucks that we weren't around to oversee the business. Yeah, you got to be a part of that. our own fault. So, ah, well, it's all right. Like but I look said, at everything else that you guys have been blessed with. You know, so right. it's like you, you know gotta what? win some and lose I would, some. I would do it again. Like I food would, is. I, I wouldn't take the L for a loss. I take it for a learn. Yeah, yeah, that's everything's true. a learn. I so, love that. Everything love is that a attitude. learn for sure. You know, and like you, you don't if you don't fucking burn yourself, then how are you gonna know the stove's hot? Exactly. You know, so yeah. you gotta you have to get in there and like that's. That's the best way to become a better business person, a better businessman yep. anyways. By That's what we had learning. to do with this podcast, dude, to get to where we are now. Fucking, right. I had to do right. a whole bunch of fucking learning. It yeah, was not fun. Let's talk about music placement. You guys just got um, placed on like Tiger King and yeah, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like you guys are always about that. Yeah, getting we placed in like the coolest things. Yeah, I don't how even does, know how, how that, does that come about? I've know, talked to. I don't know. Is Zinger? It might be Kevin Zinger at Sub Noise for Tiger King. I know we got. Oh, is with, he still? Are you guys still signed to them? Or? We're not we're homies though. We're Aww. not. Yeah, we're not signed to him, but we're, you know, we're 
we're still homies. Are you guys independent now? Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the last yeah. Uh, three albums. Oh. So it's proud good. of you guys because yeah, that's in it, and we huge. still got good relationships with our old labels because we're still getting good checks. So mm. <laughs> we gotta be right. cool. Right. <laughs> we gotta be yeah. cool. And in and, and this business too, like you know, we may have been not really taken or we were a hundred percent taken advantage of every artist was for a lot, a long time, but you still maintain yeah. some type of civility, you know, and you got to keep those lines of communication open. You don't ever want to burn a bridge because you never know if you're going to be working with those Absolutely. guys down the road. And, you know, they might not be in that label or they might be working in a different oh, avenue yeah. with booking or marketing or something. And like, so it's just better to, Hey man, shrug your shoulders and like, you know, we'll figure something out and Keep it yeah. Cool. No, the music industry is so big yet so small. Right. Everybody knows everybody. The circles yep. always collide. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's so, similar, yeah. like in the TV and films. Very, very mm-hmm. similar. And a lot of those guys cross cross over too. So how did it feel to you know what's the is the Tiger King like the coolest thing you think you guys have gotten placed in or what is something that you guys think CMT, is the coolest? Was- uh, I think yeah. When we're when our music video went to number one on CMT.com. Mm. That That's was, huge. That because... was back when your fans had to vote you in. So right. they changed right. that whole shit because we fucked it up. Right. Because right. it was, I think it was Taylor Swift, Toby Keith, and our fans were relentless. Yeah. It went to number one, and then it went to TV on top five. And then it was number, number the, one or two. They changed TV, all yeah. that online voting shit after that. So that, right. was, that was pretty yeah. cool. That was great. And like that, that song was called My Kind of Country, and it was mm-hmm. like a song that was just about where we're from. Mm-hmm. you know central california and you know showing people that there is country on the west coast yeah you know and like because when you think of cali you think of la you think of the bay area mm-hmm. maybe sacramento but you don't really know that the whole state is it's a giant fucking state you yeah. know and like where we're where we're from is we just try to highlight that show that and like i think that's why people got behind it so well yeah you know and the message was about nine to five blue collar you know america do you feel like um, speaking about like being open about your patriotism and stuff like that? It's such a hot topic now. It's like hit or miss with the industry. Like either people are going to embrace it or they're going to like hate you for it. You know, like Adam Calhoun's had to go through, you know, right. both sides of it. Do you guys feel like it's helped you in a way or do you guys feel like it's hindered we, you in a way? I think we just always been true to ourselves. I mean, right. we had a we have had our nonprofit for five years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, sh- you know, we ship. You want to shout out your nonprofit? Yeah. Yeah. OPC operation packing company. We got a lot of great volunteers and, you know, we do about 75 boxes to soldiers overseas every month. And Aww. we've got a lot of good people helping us out with that. And, uh, you know, we just been true of where we stand. Yeah. Right. right. Our values are our values. So yeah. Yeah. it's like, yeah. you don't like it. Well, Suck it while it's soft. Being, being, being proud of being American (laughs) is not a platform for us. That's just, it's bread. That's bread into, it should be into every American. Yeah, for sure. We do live in the greatest country that has the greatest opportunity for every person. Absolutely. um, It's hard. It's hard to see what's going on with our country right now. It really is. And heartbreaking. It's like, that's why it's like, I'm ready to get back on the road because so many people want to get away from that. They want to just turn their fucking TV off, come out to a show, you know, let loose. Just and have fun. forget about forget about the news for for the day, you know. Yeah. So, but we are very proud of our, of soldiers, mm-hmm. and we've had many incredible moments and conversations where you fill up with tears and mm-hmm. just hearing some of what some of these guys have had to go through, and it's like sometimes me and Dusty are their confession, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because we've had 
people that haven't been able to talk to their wives or their family or anybody, but they're like, man, you read the song American Pride or you did mm. the song Pass the Ammo. And like, they're, they get it off their chest and it's hard to swallow those stories, you yeah. know, cause then you bearing, you're bearing that burden with them. But I mean, I encourage any soldier that's out there. If you ever need an issue, you come up to us at a show. I'd be happy to talk to you anytime, uh-huh. but see, seek help. Look for help. There's help everywhere. If you, if you're battling, battling PTSD or any mental, of those issues, because there are a lot of people yeah. that would love to, love to reach their hands out and give you a hug. You know what I mean? I feel like the, I feel like we should be helping them so much more. I just had combat Barbie on and she's got a phenomenal story, but they don't tell you like what happens after you get out of the service and like all the shit that you have to deal with. So I think that's really sweet that you guys are open to talking to people because most artists won't do that. Yeah. Do you feel like you guys have built your loyal fan base by literally shaking hands and like kissing, kissing babies literally or signing asses and slapping titties? Yeah, because yeah, they're super. Your fan base is crazy loyal. They're they're extremely loyal. We are very blessed uh, to have these these people behind us, and like these, it's a family, and like uh, it's crazy to go anywhere around the country and just see. We had a guy last year. I'm gonna shout him out, yeah. Stephen Hoffman. Uh, he came to every fucking show. Every single show, no matter where it was, crazy for the entire every year, show, every, every single, single show. Uh-huh. And he's out of like Denver area, and he came every show. It's unbelievable. Isn't it crazy how people like just love you so much that they just do that? It's like, hard to grasp, really. I just, it's really hard yeah. to grasp, like the connection you have with people through music and the people you meet, and it's all walks of life coming together as one. So mm-hmm. it's pretty special. Well, yeah. and then it's like, you hear them, you know, I've, I've asked, I've asked, you know, several different, you know, shiners. I'm like, what, why, you know? And they're like, because of your music, man. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't see it that way. And I don't think Dusty sees it that way, but our music is bigger than what, what we are. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's, it, well, it's special to have those, have it be an impact on people's lives when we don't realize, you know, that it's going, it's going to be that big of an impact on people's lives. So. You guys are the great souls that are behind your music, though, you know? Yes. So it's the energy that goes into the music being made that reaches people's ears. And People that's, that's I energy. think, how we get a lot of our topics and our, you know, stories are stories of our fans now, of Shiners and mm-hmm. their lives. And, you know, the, the Shiners that have passed, rest in peace to all of them, you know? And, you know, there's their inspirations to you know to fill up a page of of memories to put out music so that's beautiful so have you guys had your aha moment yet like holy fuck i've made it we've made it like have you guys ever looked at each other and just been like bro i can't believe we're here yeah we've had a few of those that we thought were (laughs) (laughs) i I gotta i mean i share i feel like i'm talking a lot more no it's all good good. i think i think that uh, march 8th or March 8th and we're out on a cruise ship playing show of 2020 to hear our peers relax say yo man our tour just got canceled they're probably gonna be calling you next we were with the same agency Mm. at the time and I was like what what are you talking about fuck COVID what the you know and then to have lost that entire year of touring you know, when me and Dusty, like, we, that's, we're like, man, we got to be on the road. You got to be on the road. You got to do it to make it and, like, pay your bills and that kind of stuff. And we've been and doing it keep growing. 15 straight fucking years of yeah. beating, eating asphalt. Yeah. And, like, when we, ha- we had this 
this time to where we just stopped. And it was like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah, How are we going to make it? You guys hadn't stopped. And then we realized, yeah. it goes back to that will. We didn't We've have had, a tour. We don't got a tour ever yeah. again. We don't got to do this shit no more. And that's you know, so I like being home. Cool. I want to yeah. be home with my wife and my kids and my chickens. Cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I got chickens now. I love that. You know he saying? loves those fucking chickens and I his damn wife, chicken. all right? Well, I should have brought yes. one with me. I could have flew with it on the plane. I, got I grew up with a chicken named Henrietta that I was, she was like a dog. Yeah. She was the coolest thing right. ever. We, got, we, had, we actually named one Henrietta too, but it became a rooster and now he's Henry. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's that is so fucking funny. He's a retarded rooster because he crows at like, he crows at like 4 p.m. But it's better than in the morning. His fucking internal clock is fucked up. But I mean, that that to me was my my aha moment and i think for dusty too so we had a chance to fucking stop and we still worked we still shot music videos we still got a lot of stuff accomplished oh yeah but we didn't we we realized that 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 hard life on the road we don't have to Mm -mm. hit it so hard anymore so now it's like when we're going to be doing these tours we don't have to be out there Mm -mm. but we want to be out there you know what i'm saying but it's it's just that was i think one of the big moments for us to be like man this this is cool. No, that's an awesome moment. Actually, Jay and I went through that too. We had a family meeting in like April of 2020 and we sat down and we're like, okay, we can't tour. You can't, you know, you're not gonna be able to do your podcast, whatever. What are we going to do? And we were just like, fuck it. Let's turn up on content. And we blew up in 2020 right. because of fucking COVID. That's so, awesome. I mean, I just, I, right. it's so good to see that you guys went through the same thing and turned a negative into a positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause a lot of people were just fucking sitting around crying. I mean, just we like did. upset about this it. This is what's crazy is we had a partnership with Guyber Grills out of uh, and yeah. they, they do we, they, we, we were stock up on like sponsorships is what we did yeah. too and Yay. we did stuff we did. with Sipshine and those cats and like we had stuff that came through and worked with different companies for periods of time like Guyber was nine months you know and it's it, yeah. and we did cooking videos and yeah. all that stuff but I mean it was fun it was fucking fun <laughs> I dude. love that I mean they gave us these badass grills and broilers and Bird you're an influencer at heart <laughs> I, I, I swear to God if he's I, an influencer you know, I, need, I need to get on on YouTube and stuff and I'm you like, do I'm, just, I'm not on sorry have you guys ever thought sorry about- guys I'm not on social media I just I'm, I can't stand it I, yeah it's well, just one of those things different- I'm, and I know there's people that, you know, and it's a different you gotta, machine. That's it's a different way to mm-hmm. to live and stuff, but I've I've been so plugged into my career that when I had that chance to unplug, I unplugged. Yeah, no, for so. sure. Have you guys ever thought about having your own podcast? People would uh, fucking trip we, out for you we, guys. We kind of ran that idea around, but I don't know. It's hard to do it when, you know, you I'm guys could do it on the road while you're on the tour bus. We yeah. could. But <laughs> he's like, no. I guess it all depends on how hard you hit it the night before. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that would be even up, better. Whole day shot, and then you're just like looking for lunch, and you got to. I mean, you go for runs now, so I mean, this guy's out <laughs> jogging. I don't know when it. Uh, Is that? Are you the one who texted me this morning? Yeah. I was cracking up. Oh, I was like, oh I my was god, sweating so profusely. Oh, was, you poor baby. Yeah. Well, made it. Yeah. What is 2022 going to hold for Moonshine Bandits? What do we have to look forward to? Well, we jump in the studio February uh, in Atlanta, so we'll be there for a couple weeks Dope. recording a new album. We're writing right now. Tour starts in April. What else we got? We got shows all the way till December right now, and like they're they're still coming in, which is great. It's, yeah, it's our always, whole year's probably booked up already, pretty yeah. much. Is there going to be another Jelly and Moonshine Bandit collab somewhere along so. the line? I hope so. Fuck. 
We hope so. Jelly, I'm trying to retire. We need a hook pack. <laughs> yeah, right? oh, I'll give it to uh, you. We need, that, we need that Save Me song over here. Sheesh. Uh, you know, like, I, I want to I dabble in the jelly roll. Let's get a good jelly roll. Let's get a little jelly, jelly, jelly story. Dabble in the jelly. <laughs> I'll I FaceTime him after I this. Hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. <laughs> I got to tell you this. So when Jelly was going out on the road with us, um, he, he opened for us for one of the tours. Uh, yeah. I can't remember which it one was it was. Well back. When I heard that he was, when I heard that he was going to be on the tour, I was like, "Man, I don't know about that. He's a rapper. What? How's he going to fit with us? You know?" And like, I didn't know. Yeah. And Dusty let me hear the Marshall Tucker song, and I was like, "What the? F- where did that guy come from with this? This is nuts. Mm-hmm. His voice. He's got a beautiful voice." <laughs> and I heard a couple more things, but that wasn't it. I met him, and within five minutes of talking with him, I yeah. fell in love with that guy. Just an angel, and, baby. And I'm telling you that for everybody out there. Jelly Roll has got one of the biggest hearts. He really does. He is one of the nicest guys you've ever met, but he'll still whoop your ass. <laughs> Just letting you know that. Yeah, but, I always say that he's um, he's a teddy bear with teeth. Yeah, right. But yeah. when so when we had our we had our bus in at the time, and like he, Jelly was rolling around in his van. And oh, I don't know fucking, if you guys remember uh, the old van, Ber- Bertha. Bertha. Yeah. And fucking yeah. smoke and, billowing out the yeah, window. Yeah, fucking Ew. smoke coming out the window. <laughs> the dirtiest every, fucking van you've yeah. ever seen in your life. Yeah, I don't know. We had one dirty. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. We had an eighteen band. We fucking pistol the feet. Uh, right. Right. Oh but anyway, so every time we got to a venue, we would be there early, and then Jelly would come in, you know, around load in time or whatever, and he would come in on the bus, and then normally it'd just be me in there in the bus, and I'd be in my bunk. I was always sleeping in my bunk, napping during the middle of the day, and Jelly come in. And he sat there and I open my curtain and wave at him and he'd grin and wave back and he'd light up a joint. And then about midway through the tour, he was lighting up like different shit of joints. And then by the end of the tour, I was, I was hearing this like clanking sound, like fucking. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I look out there and he's got these glass fucking wands and dab fucking oh, dab rigs and shit. He looked like a fucking wizard <laughs> on the thing, dude. And I was, I was I'm... fascinated by it because he was concentrating so hard to fucking get that thing just right. Dude. And it lit it up. And I was like, man, dude, it was, it was a fun. Next it was level. Fun. We had a blast. It was a fun dude, man. I'm so glad the dab uh, fucking season is over. He does, he's just no longer a dabber, thank God, because it right. was fucking brutal. Yeah, now it seemed like dab would take you down. Like it just, people get stuck. I see chopsticks would get on that dude, and you can't even fucking talk for. Why two, do you want to be that high? Who wants to Whew. be that fucking high? Well, I don't know. Oh no. I mean, do you guys still party? Do you guys do drugs or anything? I gave it up. I smoke a little weed when after the show. I'll do that. Drink a little wine, then go to bed. But I'm just, I'm just a whiskey, wine, and. You guys are just like the most chill dudes. Like it's crazy because you guys watch your videos and you guys are like these fucking sex icons yeah. with all these bitches around you yeah. and just partying. And then yeah, after, yeah. after, it's after, all entertainment. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. It's No, I get it. I get it. Trust me. The bunny that you see online is not the bunny that you see in person. So I totally yeah. understand. Hard that. to maintain that image, you know, when you're taking out the trash. <laughs> oh. That'd be, that could be hot though. You guys could. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You guys uh-huh. could do a moonshine band that's only fans. My wife knows how to bring me back to reality real quick. You know what I mean? So. Wife's like, no, I'm not fucking around with no. you, boy. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's definitely cool. No, I love it. Well, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Why don't yeah. you shout out where everybody can find you, like your YouTubes, your social medias, just whatever you want. Right. All these bitches are going to be sliding in your DMs after this, so wives, I apologize. Just check out moonshinebandits.com. Is that it? Yeah.
It was nice how you went into the mic to say it. I did that a couple times. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah, moonshinebandits.com. See us. Come come see a show. If you've never seen a show, yep. it's a way to escape. You're going to have a lot of fun. We encourage a lot of crowd participation. So a lot yeah. of chicks get on stage and dance and have a good time. No dudes. But. You didn't even tell, didn't <laughs> even tell Bun no about dudes. your uh, baloney 5000 No, nah, that's your story, Bill. That's your story, <laughs> What bro. is it? What is it? Let me hear. No, I just messed up. What me. is it? You got some story. I want to hear. Back in the day when we were first starting off, after the show, we'd line up girls in our hotel room, and we everybody would have packs of bologna, throw them at their ass. And oh, well. Whoever's bologna stuck the longest would win. Yeah. <gasps> Should we do that? Okay, so when you guys leave here, I'm having my first annual Whore Olympics. Okay. <laughs> first do we have, then, okay. Do we have to wear a tux? So, listen. Yeah, so, check, please. <laughs> Did I turn red? Sorry. So, so, five, so five beautiful females. I was going to say five bitches, but five beautiful females will be coming here today and what they're going to do is it, it's pretty much like my own personal beauty pageant, but like with my own spin on it. Fuck, you probably need some judges. Yeah, well, we do. <laughs> and I mean, if you guys, what do you think, Mimi? You think we'll have enough microphones? I don't know. We'll figure it out. When hey, we, we don't even here. have to be on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so these girls, the first challenge that they have is called um, Holy Smokes. And they have to take this kielbasa and they have a choice between their three holes. Oh. Who can take <laughs> Are you serious? Who can take it the deepest and which hole? That's going to happen on this table? Uh, yes. <laughs> and the next one is um, Glory Holes. And what it is is we have a pack of hot dogs that are like 16 hot dogs. And um, we're throw- they have to put their hands behind their backs and get on their knees. And we're throwing it at their face. And it's going to be filmed in slow motion. And whoever can catch the most hot dogs on hmm. their mouth in their mouth wins that challenge. I don't know why, but this is reminding me of like Mike Busey's. <laughs> You're right. Shout out, Mike. We love Mike. Mike. Uh, Mike's coming on the podcast too. Oh, he'll be good. Oh, Oh, I love Mike. We partied at his house once. Yeah, man. (laughs) No, I love Mike too. Sausage. That reminds me of Sturgis, is what that reminds me of. The hot dog thing on the rope. Uh, And then the last one, they have to suck peanut butter off of an eggplant in under a minute. And whoever sucks the most peanut butter off wins. Cancel dinner plans. (laughs) The grand prize, though, is the real catch. What? They What's get a $40 that? gift certificate to Chick-fil-A and a microwave. Oh, my God. <laughs> microwaves. That's a good gift. That's the gift to keep on warming your food up, Clark. Not even an air fryer, just a microwave. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's what's going down after, you know, we get done with this podcast. Yeah. But thank you guys so yeah, much for coming yeah, on. I think it. you guys thanks. are Shout sweethearts. out to you, Bunny. Shout yeah. out to Shout Jelly. Out to you Love guys. you guys. Thank you for having us. We oh, appreciate yeah. it. Love you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Don Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.